Is it God's will for you to live a victorious Christian life? I am sure that your answer is yes. Has God made provision for us as his children to be victorious? I am sure you will be honest and say God has made provision for us as his children to be victorious. Then if the answer is yes, isn't it true that we sin against him when we settle for anything less than his will? Let me ask you the question another way. Is it God's will for his children to live a defeated life? Why do we allow things that come our way to control us and cause us to live miserable, defeated lives? Why? Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Ye soldiers of the cross, stand up for Jesus. Stand in his strength alone. Remember, the arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. Put on the gospel armor, each piece put on with prayer. Where duty calls our danger, be never wanting there. Stand up. Stand up for Jesus. These soldiers of the cross lift high his royal banner. It must not, it must not suffer loss. The children of Israel had somewhat forgotten that God had already given them the victory. While they were going forward, all they had to do is keep on going for the glory of God. You see, my friend, what I have learned is that when God set you up to go forward and live a life of victory. Don't let what you see with your eyes cause a setback. God is only using this as a setup for your victory. Every setback God allows to come to us is always there for a setup for victory. I ask you the question, is it God's will for you to live a victorious Christian life? I am sure that your answer is yes. Has God made provision for us as his children to be victorious? I am sure you will be honest and say God has made provision for us as his children to be victorious. Then if the answer is yes, isn't it true that we sin against him when we settle for anything less than his will? Let me ask you the question another way. Is it God's will for his children to live a defeated life? Why do we allow things that come our way to control us and cause us to live miserable, defeated lives? Why? Exodus chapter 14, verse 10 to verse 12. And when Pharaoh came nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Verse 11. And they said unto Moses, because there was no graves in Egypt, has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore, has thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better 
for us to serve the Egyptians, then we should die in the wilderness. Why do we allow our bad ways to get the best of us? Why do we allow our negative thoughts to get the best of us? And these negative thoughts, we know that they don't come from God. They come from the devil. And he wants us to believe them so that we will doubt God's word and doubt God. Why do we allow our degrading speech, because this is what they were doing, to get the best of us? Even if they thought it, could they not have just kept quiet and don't say that? Why do we allow our bad attitudes to be displayed where people could see right through us? Our selfish ways, they were just thinking of themselves and not thinking of God. Our bad tempers, sometimes we allow our temper to get out of the way. We say things and do things and afterwards we regret what we said and we regret what we did. Why do we allow them to get hold of us? Our old way of thinking, the old man, the natural man, the way we thought before we got saved. Why we allow the old way to come back and take control? Why is it that we want to get back to our old lifestyle? They said, didn't we tell you leave us down here? Why many believers, when they seem to be getting discouraged, when things are not working out, the way they want things to walk out, they go back to the old lifestyle. When the scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, all things are passed away. The most outstanding is our distrust in God and his word. Oh, how the children of Israel distrusted God at this point of his word. Oh, how merciful God is to us, even though all these things sometimes are present. In all eyes, how loving, kind, and forgiving God is for us. You may say, how can you prove that? Let's go back to the same Exodus chapter 14. And let me read for you from verse number 13 to 15. Many of us would have gotten upset with the children of Israel and say, man, I finish with you. But in verse number 13, and Moses said unto the people, fear ye not. I thank God that somebody believed in God. Moses said, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. Listen, you don't even have to fight against the Egyptians. Stand still, don't do nothing. And just watch how God will save you from all of this. And he's going to show it to you today. Moses told them, for the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more. Verse number 13, chapter 14 of Exodus. In verse 14 he said, The Lord shall fight for you, and he shall hold your peace. You don't even have to say anything. God got this. God is in control. He's going to handle the Egyptians. He's going to handle your enemies. And you'll have peace. You need not worry. You're not going to die. They're not going to kill you. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. God hasn't changed his mind. He said, I told you what I want you to do. All you need to do is keep doing what I said that you should do regardless of what you're seeing with your eyes. 
go forward, child of God. It is your father's will for you, his child, to be victorious. It has always been and will always be his will for you to be victorious. Regardless to what battles you and I may come up against. Isn't it true that he promises he will never leave us and he will never forsake us? I have proven that to be true in my life. Now, one of the things that we must be careful with, that we don't turn our backs on God. Oh, if you have turned your back on God, I would say to you, you need to turn back around and face God and come to him and tell him how sorry you are for turning your back on him. Because if you turn your back on him, watch, it is you now who has left him. He said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. But if you leave him and forsake him, it is up to you to come back to him. But God wants you to live a victorious life. It doesn't matter. Many times the things that we worry about, 90% of the time, those things don't come to pass. Had you ever noticed? We worry about them and they just don't come to pass. Stop worrying. Trust God. And all that has been done, and all that you're saying before you, trust the Lord. He will bring you through. If you're facing your mountain, hey, God will take you through. Trust Him. If His word said that He will, He will. Now, don't expect what He did not say. But if He said that He will, He will. And as a child of God, He will take care of you. My time is up for today, but anxiously, I'll be back with the next devotion to share with you and encourage you in your walk for the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, thanks, thanks, thanks. I give you thanks for all that you have done and all that you're doing in our lives and taking us forward. And the things that we see with our eyes, dear God, and the things that deter us, dear Father, help us to know what you have said in your word and based our lives on your word going forward, undefeated. Have your way now. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.